Welcome to the Lean Blog Podcast. Visit our website at www.leanblog.org. Now, here's your host, Mark Graben. Hi, this is Mark Graben. This is a very special episode of the Lean Blog Podcast. This is number 63 for February 25th, 2009. Uh, amazingly enough, our guest today is the, uh, a mayoral candidate in the city of Los Angeles. There is a election on uh, Tuesday, March 3rd, 2009. And our guest is David Salzberg. And uh, he, his, his claim to fame, uh, and I've linked to this on the blog, you can see his YouTube videos as the character Zuma Dog, who has um, made uh, quite a few appearances in front of Los Angeles City Council complaining about waste and inefficiency and uh, poor quality in uh, government services. And now he's running for mayor. And the thing that caught my attention is that Candidate Salzburg is out there uh, at the forefront of his um, campaign uh, ideas is Dr. W. Edwards Deming and his 14 points, which is just uh, uh, mind boggling and, and amazing to have a candidate out there talking about Dr. Deming. So uh, I'm, I'm sure this isn't the last uh, we'll, we'll talk with him. It's quite an amazing story. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Check out my blog, the post on um, on February 24th, that includes some video of him on Good Day LA and uh, some of the, the YouTube videos with him as his character Zuma Dog. Uh, so for, for this and other podcasts about Lean and Dr. Deming, you can visit leanpodcast.org. So we have David Zuma Dog Salzburg, candidate for mayor of the city of Los Angeles, joining us on the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you for finding me. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, uh, very interesting to find you and see uh, what you're doing out there talking about uh, your, your candidacy, candidacy and the role of, of Dr. Deming and his philosophy. So I was wondering, you know, I certainly want to talk about how you would intend to uh, use Deming's 14 points in, uh, in city government. But I was wondering if you could start telling us a little bit how you first uh, ran across Dr. Deming and his ideas. Yeah, well, it was about 1990. I was working for a radio station in Houston, and I worked in uh, various top 40 radio stations, you know, Washington, Houston, New York. And, you know, they're all miserable places to work, fear-based management. I mean, literally, I would get nauseous every day. Here, you're supposed to be working in a fun radio environment. And uh, when I was in Houston, Dr. Deming was having a seminar, and the local newspaper just ran a little synopsis about it. And it's like, Wow! It's like they must have this radio station closed-circuit camera because this is like every problem I'm going through. And uh, so I signed up for the seminar, and uh, after that, you know, well, basically uh, that was in 1990, and we're still talking about it, so it obviously changed my life. Wow, that's, uh, that's, that, that's pretty uh, impressive that you, that you would go seek him out. And, uh, I mean, what, what, what was it in, in particular that, that you found? I mean, were we able to apply these ideas uh, in, in your work in Radio Land, or was that frustrating? Yeah, well, what initially, uh, what initially registered with me is, first of all, just fear-based management. Hey, you, don't you know you could be fired and replaced with someone else? That whole prevailing mentality, and also at radio, you have the sales department, which is trying to get as many commercials on as possible, versus the programming department, which is supposed to try to get as few commercials as possible. <laughs> Even the whole station is combative. And uh, so that's what enticed me. And the thing about the Deming's 14 points, obviously, and I thought it was just about me, but obviously it just shows how widespread and grand and, uh, you know, common all of this is. And uh, before I forget, 
I'd like to say that uh, my boss, he let me go to the seminar, but he's like, well, let me see what you, you know, type up your notes afterwards and tell me what you learned. <laughs> so I went through and did a review of the 14 points. And before I sent it off, I, I faxed it to Dr. Deming himself, and it was about an eight-page uh, eight article that I sent just for him to merely correct. And, you know, I know he was very cantankerous, and he, didn't, he was like Mikey of Life Serial. He didn't like anything. <laughs> so I thought I'd put some red ink on there and just correct it. I didn't want to misinterpret and misrepresent his life's work. Right. So uh, much to my surprise, uh, you know, he, he sent back a fax that said it was very well done. He appreciated it. He uh, echoed some of the comments and said that he agreed. And so that really caused shockwaves because once I told my friends, they're like, well, oh, that's not true. He doesn't send letters like that. Oh, <laughs> let me see the letter. So then Quality Digest published it in 1994. And in the, in, in the intro, it said, fortunately, Deming had a chance to review mm -hmm. this before he died, which blew me away because, I mean, this guy's on a coin in Japan. He's like an international <laughs> guru. And it's like, but fortunately, he had a chance to review this before he died. So... Uh, you know, that really inspired me. Deming's Facts and the Quality Digest and then people like Bob Pittman from Time Warner and then Sony and the record business, they all started to want to find more, and it just inspired me. Then uh, my career, you know, I, I used it in radio. Then I took a more creative route here in Los Angeles as a performer, Zuma Dog. You, you saw the video, which <laughs> yeah. is very different. Your, 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 your listeners really have to go to, just if they go to ZumaTube.com. Yeah. Zoom a tube or go to your blog, you show both. So my, my career <laughs> took a complete different direction as this, you know, fun, pop, cultural, <clears throat> loud character in public. But then as I became candidate for mayor, as more and more people uh, saw me on TV and I decided to go for mayor, well, what better time to bring out the Dr. Deming and say, hey, mm -hmm. well, if I was mayor, what would I do? Boom, Deming. And so all through the media. I've been on radio, TV, newspaper. My number one message, what most qualifies you to be mayor, is the fact that I've studied Deming, have been published and praised by Deming, and our first day in on the job, implement the 14 points, hang it up, here's how the city's going to operate. And until they do that, they will continue to trip all over themselves <laughs> and waste immeasurable amounts of money that the city can no longer afford. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing to see online, you know, there you were on, on Good Day L.A., Talking about Dr. Deming and the 14 points, and that's 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 certainly not the type of thing that's normally talked about in the middle of uh, you know celebrity news and goofy weather reports. I mean, what what kind of reaction do you get? Do people just gloss? You know, do, do you see blank looks when when you talk about no, Dr. Think, Deming, I, or how? I think people are glad that you have somebody who has a method to achieve the goal because you know they're talking about the mayor. They're taking time to talk about the mayor. So it is okay to get serious, mm -hmm. and uh, I think people like it. Like, yeah, this guy sounds like he's got a plan, you know, to make sure that the trees get trimmed in less than eight months and you don't spend a half hour on hold and so there's something get accomplished and stop all the money being wasted. So uh, I think they appreciate that, and today I was on the AM radio, Bill Handel, KFI, the biggest station in the city, the number one rated morning show, and I mentioned the first thing, Deming. He's like, oh, yeah, of course I know Deming. He's like, well, any NBA knows Deming, and I said, good. You know, so to him it was obvious. So he was glad. He's like, all right, all right, good, good. So you do demo, put the 14 points to City Hall. It's just the first thing that I would think of to do, mm -hmm. and it must be done. And so this is great because whether I'm the next mayor or whether I just happen to lose by a little bit and I'm not the next mayor, well, the message of Dr. Deming and his 14 points has been spoken 
throughout all the media. I've just gotten a huge wave of media, all the TV news and radio and newspapers, and I've been saying Deming 14 points all throughout, yeah. number one. Yeah. And every time I give an answer and I've gone to city council and I put pressure on the city, there's going to be immense pressure on the city. Well, gee, this guy Zumadog, he didn't win, but he sure brought up these great points about the waste and the fraud and the you know, lack of efficiency through these 14 points. You guys better look into it, and I guarantee you it will be coming because I will continue after this. Yeah, and, and, and lots of politicians can make promises about uh, how they want to magically make things better, but you, you invoke Dr. Deming's uh, you know, expression where he would say, by what method? You know, that setting targets and goals isn't enough. I, I, was, I was intrigued the story, maybe you can tell us for the listeners, about uh, about the potholes, uh, I'm sure a big issue in L.A. It sounds like there was a target or at least some sort of number being thrown about, and, and that, that, that might have led to some, some sort of classic Deming dysfunctional situations, right? Yeah, it's a violation of many points. First of all, the mayor gets out there and he goes, I'm going to fill one million potholes, you know, just an empty exhortation <laughs> of which he has no method to achieve it. Yeah. Because, like, if you figure it out statistically, it's like, you know, 2,000 potholes per square mile every day. It's like some outrageously uh, statistically uh, impossible figure to achieve anyway. So first he goes out there with the empty exhortation. <laughs> and yeah. then... Since he's made this empty exhortation, well, now the pressure's on, baby. Fill, 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 fill. Get the job done. Who cares? So meanwhile, the, the, the benefit of being a mayoral candidate at grassroots in the media, I mentioned Deming, so I got an email from someone who's an engineering expert who's like, Zuma Doug, you talked about Deming. I've studied him. Let me tell you something. When they fill these potholes, they're not uh, vacuuming out the particles. And then when they top them off, they just put a little bit of the seal on the top, not all the way around. And so what happens? Well, the potholes, they just, you know, the water gets in and they, they just have to be refilled again. So, uh, again, it's quality versus uh, efficiency. Uh, you're you're going to double the expense redoing them. So these are just some of the things, and you know. But then also the fear kicks in because as soon as the worker says, "Well, gee, you know, what we need to do is do it the right way," it might cost a little more per pothole, but then you're going to triple, quadruple the uh, life of the uh, the fill. Well, gee, come on, don't rock the boat. Look, we're doing it this way. Look, it's been approved. Look, let's do it this way. Now here. Yeah. So it takes all accountability. Now, here is a huge problem. I'm sorry for continuing to speak, but while I think of it, another, if you go ask most voters, well, they say traffic, you know, it's unbearable in the city of L.A. So the mayor's like, yeah, you know what, I'm going to install left turn auto sensors to help traffic. And it's a great idea to have more left turn auto sensors. However, they, 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 they go by motion sensor. So what happens is cars from the other direction, when the light turns red, well, two or three cars will continue to go through. So you have a green arrow. The auto sensor says, up, oh, no motion here, while you're waiting for the other cars in the other direction that are going through the red light. So then your green arrow immediately turns to red. So we're only having one car get through, and it's already turning yellow on the first car. Well, that's not healthy traffic to only have one car get through. And it's a safety hazard because pedestrians can't make it through. So now the city, what is the, what, what's the spin? Well, gee, cars shouldn't go through the red light. Then it would work properly. You know, tell them not to go through the red light. And But they're not going to do anything about enforcement. And the thing is, again, you can't just say, gee, we did our part, we put in the auto sensors. Sorry they don't work in real-life <laughs> circumstances, yeah. 
because they didn't work together with the different departments for this to be foreseen. And guess who figured this out in the city? I did yeah. through 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 being on the streets and 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 taking and, and noticing it myself. Then I went to a council member. I solicited feedback, and they were well aware of it. So, is the city going to do anything about it? No, because they're not embracing a Deming so- philosophy. And they said they did their part, but yet they've made traffic worse, and it's going to cost double or triple the money and time to get it fixed now. Oh, it's so frustrating. So what, 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 what's exciting to me um, as, as a big fan of Dr. Deming is, is to hear that, you know, Zuma Dog, a mayor, David Salzburg, would bring systems thinking to city government, not having everyone just trying their hardest, that, that, that some semblance of a plan-do-check-act cycle. It sounds like it's not there. They put in the lights. They didn't check to see if that really made the improvement that, that they expected. And, and, and that, you know, as mayor, that you would let people have pride in their work. I'm sure the people filling these potholes don't go home at night feeling good that they're doing kind of a slapdash job, right? Yes, you know, I'm here to say also uh, under the Deming philosophy that there are so many good workers in the city. I see them every day. They go, yeah, you go, Zuma Dog. There's commissioners, managers throughout the city. And I mean this when I say the problem is not with these great workers. It's with the mayor and his vindictive, retaliatory, fear-based management. And, uh, they, you know, they, they know what to do. If I just simply walk in and get all the commissioners and managers together, say, you know what, Let's make some flow charts when a customer calls. Please give me the process. Let's find out. I'm sure there can be, you know, massive improvements. I already am familiar with many ways in which to do that. And uh, so, you know, just by, hey, oh, this guy wants to hear the problem. He wants us to get it fixed. I mean, they're being forced to fudge things and do things two, three times. And like you said, there's nothing more frustrating to a worker than, you know, having to do things in a broken system and having to fudge and redo things. And it's just citywide, and I mean they're just uh, they'd be so happy, um, you know. So anyway, yes, that that, and people don't even understand how this could be, but it is so easy uh, through leadership, and you need it to have at the top. You know, you can't just stick in. You know, the mayor has this quality and productivity commissioner. I mean, it means nothing. (laughs) I was at check this out. I was at the, the appointment for the Commissioner of Quality and Productivity, and I said, oh, hi, uh, you must know Dr. Deming, right? He goes, no, who's that? I go, oh, you haven't heard of Dr. Deming? No. What about the 14 points? You know, the guy who taught the Japanese the economic miracle about manufacturing in the 50s? Blank period. No idea. So, I mean, what type of, what is this? Come on. So just uh, go ahead. What else, man? All right. Well, um, you hear it gets me all worked up. Yeah. You hear it gets me worked up, and I start to slip back into my uh, character. No, I'm, 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 no, I'm not. I'm not really hearing much uh, Zuma dog. I'm hearing all uh, David Salzburg. It sounds like. Um, so, what is what? What do you think the uh, the outlook is for Tuesday? I mean, there's there's what there's nine candidates in the race. Uh, how, how's it looking for you? Yes, well, there's ten. There's the mayor, nine others, uh, and uh-huh. you know the, the the wave. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm capturing most of the media. There's another candidate who's got about a quarter of a million dollars, but he spent most of it. So, you know, right now, like I was on, I'm on the radio, TV, blogs, and you know, I've been going to the council meetings for three years, and they're each broadcast on TV four times, doing a once in three repeats. So, uh, you know, I walk the streets on a daily basis. I'm here to say. You know, there could be a runoff. I mean, I think it's bigger out there than people realize. If some of the other candidates pull some of their voters out there, the mayor's very unpopular now. And, you know, 
he'll probably squeak by without a runoff. I mean, if he gets 52%, it'd be the worst humiliation, embarrassment. He'd be a national joke, but he'd still be the mayor without a runoff. But, you know, I, you know, I think some magic is happening, and I think I'm going to pull a huge, shocking share from people who don't know who Zuma Dog is. Uh, you know, again, I'll be on the 11 o'clock news uh, tonight. I'm on the radio, newspapers. It's all a lot of the attention this week. So, you know, we could force a runoff, and uh, then it would be very exciting. But no matter what the outcome, I've just spent this last month in this huge news cycle in all the media, and my number one thing I've been saying throughout every time I answer is Dr. Deming 14 points. So that, you know, it's just... You know, it's like, it's so great because when I look back at 1990, at my 1990 self, it's like, you know, back to the future, message in the bottle, like someday you're going to have a chance, you know, just hang in there because it's been rough and my life's taken lots of ups and downs and it hasn't been easy. And like, here it is all this time later, 2009, and I've just, you know, I've taken the Dr. Deming baton and I've just gotten it out there just like I always wanted to in such a big way for the most important thing, taxpayers' money in a critical time where the, 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 the people that need it the most are getting the least, and so we really need to make sure all money is being used as efficiently as possible, making sure it makes it into the community, and uh, it's just such a very exciting time, and I'm sure this is just the beginning of the 14 points in the city of Los Angeles. Well, I hope so. And, you know, I, I'm not in Los Angeles. I don't know how many of uh, my listeners and, and blog readers are in L.A., but uh, hopefully this, you know, hope gets some attention and, and, and people realize that Dr. Deming's principles do apply and uh, maybe we'll inspire other people to, to run for office or bring this, uh, this, this important, valuable message to, uh, to their political leaders and, and see if we can't drive some, some real change through uh, what Dr. Deming would have wanted. Yes, and Dr. Demi, he certainly was hilarious. See, people don't realize, you know, the guy was kind of hilarious. He's very passive-aggressive in his humor and cantankerous and just bitter and, you know, irritated all the time. And, like, it's like just like my character. So it's hilarious. But uh, that's what people don't realize, and maybe that's why I was attracted to him, because I could just tell he's just being so scornful in such a humorous way, and it goes over most people's heads. But uh, that was what was so great about him, his spirit. And, uh, he, you know, to me, he was just doing sheer comedy up there. <laughs> now that I think back. Yeah. And so, uh, anyway, thank you so much. And I'm going to podcast this myself. I'm going to blog it and send it out to my thousands of people I email to at, uh, through your podcast. This is going to be my quintessential Deming podcast for all, right. all listeners in the city of Los Angeles. Well, good. Well, thanks for doing that. Um, remind me again, what, my listeners, what's your website again? Zumatimes.com. Z-U-M-A-T-I-M-E-S.com. Make sure you click the blog link. Make sure you go to the uh, Zumatube link. But all links and all contact information at Zumatimes.com. Well, thank you. And we'll all be, I, I know I'll be rooting for you. I think a lot of my readers at leanblog.org and my podcast listeners will uh, will be pulling for you. And if people listening want to uh, you know participate in a community uh, that that appreciates Dr. Deming, uh, you know I think we have that online uh, on my website as well. So uh, d prom promise me this: I want to have uh, an interview with uh, with Mayor Salzburg. Uh, or either way, um, you know, uh, thank you for representing Dr. Deming's viewpoint. Hopefully, we can talk to you uh, again, regardless of uh, the outcome on Tuesday. Yes, call me anytime. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening. 
This has been the Lean Blog Podcast. For lean news and commentary updated daily, visit www.leanblog.org. If you have any questions or comments about this podcast, email mark at leanpodcast at gmail.com.